Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, powerful priestess, and welcome back to another episode. It's been a little bit of time since I last published an episode, with good reason. Um, here in Portugal, the weather has kind of gone quite autumnal. We're definitely descending into winter. And with that, of course, there is this real desire to slow down. And I'm a big believer in honoring seasons in our lives. So I've been taking it pretty chill. I have been rereading the whole Harry Potter series. I'm on book three at the moment, loving it. I'm such a nerd. Um, and I've also been taking some permaculture lessons with a local teacher because I am now obsessed with the idea of growing a food garden. Just feels like, yes, that's exactly what I wanna do. So yeah, I haven't necessarily been, you know, keeping on top of quote unquote work things, but also I'm, I'm, I don't need to. And I want to make sure that when I am offering these podcast episodes that they are such a joy and that you feel that energy. Um, in between reading Harry Potter and learning about the magic of permaculture, um, I'm of course working with my one-on-one -on -one clients and we're halfway through at the moment the Embodied Abundance, abundance that's the word, um, program. And oh my God, this program is next level. The women who are in it at the moment are just incredible. The shifts that are happening are absolutely immense. And I had no idea that I would be facilitating an abundance program, uh, particularly one like this, because it is very, very revolutionary what we're doing inside there. But it is pure transformative magic. And yeah, like I said, I had no idea that this is where I would be going by the end of this year. But I had the nudge and it felt right. And this is this is what it is to be in priestesshood, 
to listen to those nudges and those callings um, because that's how we that's how we facilitate magic by honoring them so before we get started uh, this episode is sponsored by my new nine page embody your inner priestess guide so in this guide I offer you three daily embodied practices that will help you to get in touch with your authentic self and to reclaim your feminine power, to own your priestesshood, to connect to your inner magic so that you can live more authentically, more freely, more purposefully, share your voice and your medicine in the world and change the world because that's what we're here to do as priestesses and have a bloody good time doing it as well. So if you want to download it, then all you need to do is go to bit.ly forward slash priestess guide and you will find it there. So you just need to pop in your email address and it will be whizzed over to you. And if this podcast is having an impact upon your life, then the best way that you can pay it forward for me is to um, subscribe and also to leave a review, particularly on iTunes. It just takes 30 seconds or so, and it is such an incredibly valuable thing for you to do because it helps the podcast get found by more priestesses such as yourself and yeah we're a community so I can't do this alone and thank you in advance for that and also if you're listening to this and you're like oh my gosh this is amazing um, then you can always screenshot and pop it onto your Instagram stories you can tag me so that I can say hello and I can share it Um, I just love to see who's listening and yeah it helps me to feel more connected to you as a community and it helps me you know, sometimes when we're doing podcasting, it can feel like you're just kind of not quite talking to a brick wall. Um, but yeah, you're kind of speaking into the void. So when I when I get feedback from you guys, oh, it just makes me feel like it's a two-way conversation, which of course it is. So I'm so excited to share with you this conversation with Christine Michelle. Oh, Christine is just like Oh, she's such a bundle of joy. We're we're laughing quite a lot in this episode. Um, she's a good friend of mine. She is an entrepreneur, but she is also this amazing expert at manifestation. And I just love her so much. In this conversation, she shares some incredible nuggets of wisdom. Um, And yeah, so if you want to kind of get more aligned, well, understand what it is that you desire and get aligned with it so that you can create it and experience in your life, then this episode is absolutely for you. So I'm going to shut up now. Without further ado, over to Christine. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to, I've got the giggles already, <laughs> to introduce Christine Michelle. So Christine and Michelle, Christine Michelle, we're in a mastermind together. She's like the most amazing soul on the planet. She's the founder of the Aligned Soul, and um, she is a frequency alchemist, and her magic superpowers are really centered around helping you to shift your frequency and to raise your consciousness to new levels. And she's also just hilarious. So Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everyone who's listening. I am just, I mean, we're already giggling. It's already, you know, it's good. (laughs) Basically, our weekly calls are just us giggling together. So this is going to be interesting. And we get Sorry. so much out of that, right? I mean, I'm the vibration lifter and the frequency shifter. That's who I am. So hello, that's what I do. I love it. You're being very Kanye right now. I love it. 
my inner Beyonce. <laughs> so, my darling, um, yeah, let's introduce yourself to my audience. Like, who are you? What are you about? And what got you here? Yes. So, oh my God, it's a really long story because I am a little bit older than 20. So <laughs> I'm actually Just 44. Little. You guys see the pictures. I'm 44, um, but I do look a lot younger. I will pat myself on the back for that. Good genes. My mom's good. Um, and being happy. I'll tell you that. Um, but yeah, so I've always, like I grew up since I was younger, my parents are Christian, but they really believed in ask, believe, receive right? So they really tuned into um, believing that they could ask for what they want. And then once you desired it, and when you believe that it was going to happen, it really happens. So that's where I started journaling and really reading Abraham Hicks books and those type of things. And I really started to like build this knowledge or remember that I could have whatever I desired in my life. Like always like I could manifest whatever I wanted, especially if I wrote about it, it just happened. Right. And so, um, fast forward, like I was the valedictorian of my high school. I went to college. Like I did the things you're quote unquote supposed to do. Right. I, you know, was an executive and, um, senior leadership in the, um, corporate America for two of the largest companies, well-known brands, Victoria's Secret and the Coca-Cola company. And so I was in marketing for that and I did all the things, but there was always a desire in my soul ever since I was very young, six years old to have my own business and do my own thing. And so I always knew it was going to be centered around helping people because even when I was younger, I wanted to help people. And I was always like, I'm going to help so many people. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I always knew that there was that piece of me. And even when I was in corporate America, I always brought this, I always call it the woo plus the do, even when I was leading those who were reporting into me or even leading a project, I would always center it around, you know, not only just mindset, but energetics, in addition to the things, the practical things that we needed to do. And so you fast forward to, I get a little older and I'm like, you know what? I am ready, ready to step out. And so I retired. I retired from Victoria's Secret. I moved to Tampa, Florida and like left New York City, moved to Tampa, Florida and was with my sister. And I was like, we're going to do this. I'm having my own business. It's going to be amazing. Well, things happened. <laughs> Exhaustion set in and I didn't do a darn thing <laughs> other than spin up all the money and need to go back to work. <laughs> Great manifestation right there. <laughs> Boom. Right. And so, but what was happening was because I thought, okay, I want to do something with my sister. Let's do a boutique. I really wasn't doing what I really desired desire to do, which was the coaching, the mentoring, you know, this piece, but that hadn't really made itself very, very clear yet. And so I ended up going back to corporate America, another, you know, executive position, but I knew that I was going to be leaving. I had told them it was going to be one year, ended up being four. Um, but <laughs> I did go back, but I was really set that this was going to move me forward to, you know, start starting my own business, having my own corporation, and then really helping, leading, guiding people. And so that's where I ended up. I ended up manifesting myself out of that corporate job. And here I am today doing this full time, you know, working on 
just really, like you said, helping people expand their consciousness, know that they can manifest whatever they're like, make quantum leaps, hashtag normal, but really, really locking in the frequency and going from a more heart-centric, heart-led place. Oh, I love that so much. And I think it's so crucial to point out in your story as well that, you know, sometimes things don't work out because it's just not aligned with who we really are and what we actually desire. Mm -hmm. That's Mm. so true. So true. Because like, for example, when I, I did everything that I was supposed to do, right? So I did the senior executive thing. I did the, co- you know, I did the college. I did the, the good grades. I did the, you know, corporate thing. I even got up to certain levels in corporate, but there was one level that I just never could get to. And I'm like, why not? Like, what's going on? And it was because that wasn't meant to be that wasn't the direction that I got to go in, you know? And mm-hmm. so then when I was like, okay, then I get to leave and I'm going to move and we're going to, you know, retire. And I had, we had a whole beautiful business plan for the boutique. Everything was put together. We even had someone come in that was going to finance it, but it just, ne- it was never falling into place. And I was like, wow, why isn't this working? And I was like, well, maybe I just go back to corporate because that's easier. But that was because it wasn't where like, it, yes, my own business got to work. And yes, I got to do my own thing, but it wasn't in alignment with what my soul was calling for me to do, which was what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I think people get really, I know from my own experience, we get really confused about what alignment actually is because we've been taught to second guess ourselves and our intuition and that deep inner knowing and so what was the moment for you when you were like right okay this now I'm in alignment this is do you remember that moment or can you speak about that kind of being out of alignment a bit more yes I can tell you the exact moment so when I had ended up going back to corporate. I ended up, you know, working and I had a amazing group. I had, I loved, like I said, I love mentoring and coaching and having groups of people report into me and just really like fellowshipping and creating, helping them create lives that they absolutely can't even imagine can be that good inside and outside of the work environment, right? And so there was a point when, because I'm very good, I'm very creative, but I'm also very strategic. I'm one of those few people that can do both. And so um, they, this company loved what I was doing and they did, they came to me and I'll never forget, Jason was like, look, we're going to change some things around. But what this is what we're going to do. We're going to move you to this strategy and, and it's going to be creation, but strategy. So it would have been fun. But and we're going to take all of your people away. And I was like, oh, OK. And then I could feel it. My heart felt like it was breaking. I went home and I just started like crying. I was so wow. upset. And I was like, why am I upset? Right. Cause I know to, you know, let's go deeper. Let's, let's tune into this. And the reason why I was so heartbroken is because I was living partial my dream, right? Because I had yeah. the people, I had the group I was mentoring. I was doing that in addition to the creation and all of that stuff. And by taking those people away, I was no longer in alignment with my dream because guys alignment isn't just a straight up circle like oh i i i I want to be it's entrepreneur and i'm mentoring people and that's it 
No, I was par- in partial alignment with what I was doing because I still was leading, helping, teaching, and helping to expand consciousness and help people live a better life, even though it was within corporate. I was still doing that. And when they pulled that piece away, then I would no longer have been doing that at all. And I felt my heart break. Wow. It's like just life gave you this opportunity to see it so, so clearly. And it was that day that I came home and I told my sister, I was like, look, I am done. I know what I'm meant to do. And I know that I get to do this full time. And I know that this is what I'm meant to do with my life because I wouldn't have been so upset if this wasn't a deep, deep soul, soul desire. Like that, that was a true soul's desire. And because I was partially living it, I was okay not thriving. I was okay. But when that piece got ripped away, it was totally breaking, heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad that happened though. (laughs) I'm glad it happened for you (laughs) because now we get to meet. Um, Yes. So I I guess like, I, I know that many of my listeners will be really interested in the art of manifestation. I'm wondering if you can speak to that on a deeper level, like what it is and how it works. Yes. Okay. So first forget everything you're like, no, I'm just doing um, <laughs> Well, throw out the secret line. <laughs> right. Throw it out. No, just joking. It, those are all great. Right. Cause they opened our minds and they let us see some of the things and they, and they let us see, oh my God, how powerful energy really is. What I would like you to do when you get, you know, cause I want you to leave this podcast knowing practical things. They're like, oh my goodness, I can implement that in my life today. And then, oh my, I can change my life like that. So first remember that manifestation isn't like, I use the word because that's the recognized word. That's what people say and all that kind of stuff. But when you truly tune into what manifestation really is, intentional manifestation, it is intentionally receiving what you desire, right? So it's just receiving it because you're not, you know, just because you're in the act of, you know, I'm manifesting, you're not in the closet, like putting things together. You're not helping sew things together. You're not like putting together the man, like you don't have to do anything, but just really align with the frequency so that you get to receive it into your life so that you're aligned with it and you can receive it. And so the first reframe is the manifestation word really shift that to receiving. Oh my God. I love that. And that's such, um, I mean, that's so key in the work that I do. That's such a feminine thing. And I think it's something that we, we struggle with because so many of us have self-worth issues or we've been told that you know we shouldn't receive because it's bad to receive and we should give 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 but manifestation Mm -hmm. is allowing it's receiving that's like I know that's going to blow a few people's minds if not everyone in fact I'm still like actually I needed to hear that too when you said you don't need to sew the pieces together I was like damn it like (laughs) that's what I'm doing (laughs) I love, I mean, cause, but just think about like how much easier it is to even say, wow, okay. Yeah. It's just me allowing myself to receive that, which is already available and ready for me. Mm, That feels so luscious. 
Yeah, right. And I love the way you said the feminine, right? Because we're talking to all these goddesses and like your empowered goddesses. What I love to call the universe is sugar daddy. And so <laughs> sugar daddy the loves ultimate. to give. <laughs> the ultimate sugar daddy. <laughs> And so sugar daddy loves to give to you. Sugar daddy just loves to give, give, give. And so all you get to do is lean back and receive guys and girls, you, them too, whatever you are in him, her, or them, you get to just lean back and receive. And so first reframe is one manifestation is just receiving. Second reframe is if you would shift your focus from the thing and start to focus on what you think that thing is going to give you, the feeling-wise, then you can allow that thing and all of the byproducts that equal that frequency to unfold into your life a lot easier. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is so, so key because we only ever want what we desire because we think it's going to make us feel something and we can feel anything right now. Yes, you are an instant manifester of what you desire. So if you got clear and say, wow, I'm an instant manifester, guess what? I would love, okay, let's go with what everybody usually wants, more money. Okay, so you want more money. Why do you want more money? Well, some people are going to say, well, I feel more secure, or I'm going to feel more free, or I'm going to feel um, relief in my situation. Guess what? You can feel secure right now in this conversation that we're feeling right, that we're talking about right now. You can manifest that security that you're looking for money to give you right now, because guess what? You get the money and you're still not secure because you haven't embodied that feeling of security now. Can I get an amen? This is, this is what abundance is. Abundance has nothing to do with money. Money is just a mirror. Abundance mm -hmm. is an energy. It's a feeling. It's a frequency. And it's a way of being. This is what so many people don't understand. It's so right. It really is. It's a way of being. And so let's, I'll give you a story. So um, there's also a couple of things that I wanted to say for a point that, you know what, I'll explain that. And then I'll tell you guys the story. So you, <laughs> we said that um, manifestation is receiving, right? And then it all is all about you locking in the frequency of what you think that thing is going to give you. When you can get clear on that, then you can allow abundance to flow into your life with greater ease or whatever you're desiring, love, whatever it is, get clear on the frequency and start giving yourself that frequency first. And then locking that into your body and allowing yourself to know that you don't need that thing in order to feel this thing, right? So that's number two. Number three, if you are familiar with, I don't know if you guys have ever talked about human design. Um, I like to look at it loosely, but there are a way that you can look at your human design chart and you can see if you're a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester. There's a certain arrow, it's the bottom right arrow. And if it's pointing towards your head, that means that you're a specific manifester, which means that specifics get you to lock in a specific frequency. If, if you're non-specific, that means that you get to lock in the essence and that gets you to the frequency and specifics will kind of like give you a little bit more resistance and it'll be like if you're like I want a $10,000 month and it has to be a $10,000 month $10,000 month and you're not open to that or something better or something like that you're going to create more resistance and cause your manifestation to not flow in with as great ease as it could 
right? So if you understand that and you don't have to understand that piece, but I love to bring it in because getting to the like details of what the feeling and the frequency that you want, if you back in reverse engineer those details or what works with you with knowing what frequency you're locking in, then you take the specific or the thing or whatever, you take it out of the equation and allow it to flow to you in a much better way, a much easier fashion. Oh, I did not know that about the human design arrow in the, in the chart thing. I need to definitely check that out. Um, that's, that makes total sense because it's, we don't all create and manifest in the same way. And exactly. we have to, and that's the alignment piece, isn't it? It's like knowing how yes. we actually operate. Exactly. Knowing how you work with energy, that helps you allow it to flow much easier and help you work with the way your soul came here to work a lot easier. And that's why I like to include some of those human design pieces in there so that you really can allow energy to flow with greater ease. I love that. And I love that you, it's like you bring pieces in because I think sometimes things like astrology and human design can, if it's used and it's too prescriptive, it kind of, it can kind of stop us from the, of experiencing that beauty of discovering ourselves from like in out rather than out in. And, but they can be these amazing pointers for us to explore, can't they? When we look at our chart. Yes. And, and when you look at something too prescriptive, right, you placing yourself in a box or you're saying, well, because, because I'm a generator or because I'm this, this is what I should do. <laughs> yeah. And instead of doing that, just say, wow, like really lean into like what works, like when it yeah. was working right, what was I doing? What was I feeling? How was I moving? How was I making decisions? And then that way you can really move with a system and allow it to be an expansive quantum system that gets to have all of the possibilities versus a limited box that you're putting yourself in. Yes, 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 yes. Whenever <laughs> I hear someone say, oh, it's because I'm a Scorpio, I'm like, oh no. Um, <laughs> or it's because I've got an open head. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh shit. Because it becomes another identity. And yes. I think that we as human beings, I think that's why things like astrology and human design, like they really take off quite quickly. It's because mm -hmm. most of us just want to be told what we are. Yeah. When and how we operate. But the beauty and the real magic is in the exploration and the discovering it for ourselves, because that's where we, we get to really know ourselves so well. Yes. And even with astrology or human design, you are so unique, like mm -mm. so unique. And so if you just place yourself in the human design box or the gene key box or this box or that box, that box, you're, you're placing yourself in a box and you're not really allowing yourself and your true soul and your true essence to come through. And when you can just have, like I say, I love to drop little things. Like for example, when yeah. we were talking about like the specific or the non-specific, the example that I wanted to 
gift was I was able to triple my salary or not salary, triple my earning, my revenue for a month when I said, okay, let's see, let's play with this non-specific thing. And I'm just going to tune into effortless abundance and how effortless abundance feels for me and like really feel it in my body, embody effortless abundance right now. And I didn't do a launch. I didn't do anything like that. I just focused every two minutes for, you know, four times a day (laughs) on effortless abundance for two minutes at a time. And it really was eight minutes a day. And from there, I looked back at the end of the month and I was like, oh my God, that was the most effortless month that I've ever had. It was the easiest month. I didn't do a launch and I tripled my previous month's income. Like this gets to be this easy, right? So it was just really playing with it. And that's how we find out more about ourselves by playing with it, being human, holding space for all the things that come up and really allowing ourselves to know that we have a lot of power within ourselves. And when we utilize that power and just say, okay, what would I love and move towards that? The whole world opens up. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like fist bumping. Woo. Um, (laughs) But absolutely. And I think that sometimes the thing that holds, I notice with a lot of women that holds them back in anything, but particularly when it comes to things that they really, really care about creating and experiencing is this fear of getting it wrong. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, and it's almost like that in itself becomes the, you know, the, the, the thing that, um, yeah, I don't, my words have completely (laughs) lost me. Um, Where was I? The barrier stopping them from going for it. That's it. Sorry, it's because my dog came in and I got distracted by him because he's so fluffy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Back to the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like they don't want... It, it's the fear of disappointment. Yes. The yeah, fear of absolutely. What if you could be, you know, what if disappointment was okay? What if you could be disappointed and also go forward for your goal at the same time? Yes. Yeah, you know, because you can hold both of those frequencies. Yes, yes. And it's all about which one you're focused on at the time, right? So for example, we don't all have to be, you know, like I, I say, um, shitting rainbows and butterflies all day. You know, <laughs> that's not just, that's not what we were here for. And that's not like the human experience, right? We're, we're experiencing the breath of emotions and all of that stuff, right? And so if you had, let's say you had a launch and you're really scared and nervous about this launch, like nervous about what it's going to do, like how is it going to go and right. And so you have this, you're nervous to really set the big goal because you're scared about disappointment, that feeling of disappointment. Mm-hmm. What if you could really just tune in and feel that feeling of disappointment and allow yourself to know that you're not going to die if you're disappointed, it's going to be okay. This is yes. okay. But then also from there, you know, then you can say, okay, well, what would I really, really love? What do I decide gets to happen for me? And what do I decide that gets to happen going forward and tune into that frequency, that energy and focus your frequency there, but know that you are, you expand enough to have space for both because you don't want to, you're not getting rid of yourself. You're not going to get rid of the disappointment. Disappointment still exists. It's there and it didn't kill you. And you can still now focus on what you want and, and feel the frequency of that and tune into that. And that's what you get to receive. Yes, absolutely. And it's really about being able to be with everything and yet still 
deciding how you want it to be. Yes. yes. And we have so much more power over this, don't we? It's like we had a call a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about um, my latest uh, launch for Limitless. And I just said, like, I just decided I wanted it to be this way. I wasn't doing sales calls. I wasn't doing any of that. And I was actually completely flabbergasted that it was working. And you were like, duh, of course, you just decided it was going to be this way. So yeah, we just forget, don't we? We forget that actually we are so powerful. Mm -hmm. And even though we operate in systems that oppress and we have all this stuff going on in, in, you know, the physical three-dimensional world, we still can have a choice. So like, we still have the choice, like, how do I want my life to be moving forward? Yes, exactly. And when you know that you have the space for all the things, right? If you want it all, right? You get to have this and that, which means you can know that there's some disappointment there. And as a human, you might feel that disappointment, but you still have the power to decide. And with the power of that decision, with the power of your focus on that decision, you get to move forward and allow yourself to lock in the frequency of what gets to happen for you. Mm, I love that. You had an amazing launch and you didn't do all of those things that we are sometimes told are required. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, it's not just, I mean, it's not just about online business. This is li- this is life. We get to decide how our life is. And yes. I feel like so many women are really afraid to even own their desire, actually. Mm-hmm. Because one of the questions, you know, when you ask someone, what do you want? It's rare that someone is able to, unless they're doing this work, it's rare that they're like, yeah, I want this, this, and this, and this. Sometimes Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Because very often we desire, and this is like in air quotation marks, we desire what we think we can get, not what we actually want. Or what other people want for us. Oh God, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like... How does anyone else know what's right for you? Like whether it's your coach or your mentor or your mom or your dad or whatever, like nobody knows what's right for you. Only you. Only you. And what I, in my book, The Aligned Receiver, I talk about all of this because- Cheeky cheeky plug. (laughs) Yeah, cheeky plug. I talk about this because it's a big part, especially for women that, you know, we've been all these archetypes, the gold digger, the humble hag, like, you know, we've been told that we need to be certain things. And if you're not, you're one of these things, right? So, Mm -hmm. so a lot of the times, the biggest thing, the first question is, what do you want? And most women are going to be like, oh, but, the, but I, I, I don't know. Or they feel like if they ask, am I going to sound like a gold digger? Am I going to sound like somebody that wants too much? Am I asking for too much, which too much does not exist? Am I, you know, what am I doing? Like, like, I don't know. I don't want to be disappointed if I ask for this and I don't get it. What's going to happen? And all of this stuff, like you ask, you put all of these things in, in your mind. And it's so crazy because what we were taught when we were little and conditioned, you you can't have everything you want, right? Because kids are like, I want this, I want that, I want that. Mommy, I want this, I want that, I want that. And they're like, you can't have everything. 
<laughs> Buckle yeah. up, chap. You can't have everything. And so then you get conditioned to believe, well, I'm not gonna, I'm I shouldn't be asking for all of this. Like, who am I to ask for all of this? Like, there are people dying in the world, there are people starving. There's, you know, you make all these excuses for why you can't have what you want. And that really is just you limiting yourself. Mm-mm. It's so true because there's always an excuse as to why you shouldn't have what you want. You know, I see, especially during this um, COVID situation, there are people who've been really, really affected by it, but there are also people that are are thriving during this time. And I'm one of those people. Mm -hmm. And for a while, the, the thought kept coming up of, oh my God, this is so unfair. And I had to really reframe that and be like, well, why is it unfair? Because I'm a good person and I end up giving back. So why, what, where does that come from? This sense of I'm not allowed to receive. I'm not allowed for my needs to be taken care of. And yeah, it's just bullshit because if you are a conscientious person and if you do have a heart and you do have a soul, the more, the more resources and opportunities that are available to you, the more you are, you have power to then help people that need help. That's how I see it. Yes, 100%. And when it, where it comes from is scarcity. Us believing yeah. that there's only one pie and that we only get little pieces of the pie, not realizing that we all have our own pie and we get to make it as big or as pretty as, as many as we want, right? There's no one del- pie that gets you know broken out and delimited yes. and like, you get this piece, you get this piece. No, there is an abundance of pies for everybody. Yes, it's this idea, isn't it? That if I have if I receive then I'm taking away from someone else but it's such illusion it's such illusion because no (laughs) if you receive and someone isn't able to receive or has found themselves in a situation where it's challenging for them like you get to share and yeah it's I just I just had a I just had a a aha moment actually just had an aha moment (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Well, think about it this way too. I love to use this analogy. When you are healthy and a friend of yours is sick, do you get sick so that they aren't sick by themselves? Do you say, oh, well, since she doesn't have health, I shouldn't have my share of health either. So I'm going to give my health up so that we're both sick. Yeah, that doesn't work, does it? (laughs) No, you are healthy and you can what? You can help them. You can help help them get back to health, right? There's no limits in health. That is the same thing when it comes to money, the same thing when it comes to love, the same thing when it comes to anything. There is no limits. There is an abundance of everything. Oh, yes. And and even like thinking about relationships. So I'm you know, I'm in a wonderful relationship and, and I have single friends that before I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to show that I'm too happy, you know. And then I realized that actually I get to show what's possible. Like this gives them hope yes. to see yes. that. It's like, yes. and we all fucking deserve it. You know, like all of us deserve love. All of us deserve abundance all of us deserve to live our purpose so rather than having this fear of oh but if I ask for something I might not get it and then if I do get it what will people think of me what if you inspire them to live life on their terms 
Exactly. What if you're the inspiration? I am a single gal. I love to see a love story, but that also shows where I'm aligned with. I'm in, I'm celebrating all the love stories that I see. I'm like, yes. Woo! so cute. Oh my God. I love it. Look at the way he looks at her. Look at the way she looks at him. Oh my God. That's so sweet. Oh, that's so great. Right. But that's where I'm aligned with. If you look at it and, and this is where there's no right or wrong. If you look at a wonderful relationship and you're triggered, ah, you get to go into those triggers. Like, why am I triggered? Mm. I believe that's possible for me. It's all something there to give you information. And it's all information that you get to utilize and move forward. Like if that's something that you want, but you can always see how aligned you are with something with how you view it, how you react to it, how you're speaking about someone else who has it. Yes. And that is the other person's responsibility. Like if they're triggered, if you trigger Mm -hmm. someone by just being yourself and living in joy and manifesting your desires, that trigger is not your responsibility. The, The responsibility is with the person who is triggered to to alchemize that and use it to grow. And this is what a lot of women are scared of. You know, I'm responsible for someone else's feelings. I'm responsible for their emotional response. And uh, (laughs) nope, unless you're being a complete asshole, then, you know, rein it in. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, this this is all our internal responsibility, just like it is our responsibility to dig deep, bring forth our desires, and start making decisions out of possibility rather than fear. Yes, yes. Possibility rather than fear, making your choices, speaking from an abundance mindset versus a lack Mm. mindset. It really just shifts the way you look at everything that's happening in your world if you can look at it from an abundance mindset versus a lack mindset, a fearful mindset, or what's going to happen to me if mindset. Yes. So what would you say then is a really powerful practice or reframe? I know you've given many already, but I'm just going to pick your brain (laughs) one last time that our listeners can take away because, you know, I know a lot of them will be listening to this thinking, oh shit, like scarcity. Yeah, that's, um, that's me. So what is something that they can do daily to yeah, shift them back into abundance frequency? Awesome. Okay. So there you, you speak my language. We're so aligned. I was thinking in my head of one thing. So there's two things that we'll do. So the first practice that you guys can get your papers out or whatever, however you write, if you want to type it, whatever. The first thing is really to allow yourself to tune into this being an abundant world. And so you do that by doing the Cinderella turn up exercise. (laughs) So Cinderella turn up is you asking for everything. You know how Cinderella only could ask for like one or two things or three things or whatever. No, no, no. You, that's for everything, big things, things that you never think possible, right? The small things you would like, the medium-sized things you would like, big things you would like, and just really just make a list because next time someone says, what do you want? You won't be like, I don't know. You are giving yourself a space to just throw up 
everything that you would ever desire in your life. Like, oh my God, I'd love this and I'd love that. And that would be so fun. And just really have fun with it. Play with it. Have fun. Play in the energy of all things are possible and I could have whatever I want. I'd love this and I'd love that. I'd love this and I'd love that. I want this and I want that. I want this and I want that. And just really just keep going, create this list and just get exhausted from like, I can't think of anything else. And just really (laughs) challenge yourself so that you can just really know that I get to ask for anything that I desire. And this is how abundant the universe is. And I'm speaking to my sugar daddy and sugar daddy is ready to allow me to have all of these things. And I just want to get it all out on paper because I am worth it. Mm, That is, I mean, I've done this before, but now I'm like, um, I'm going to do this again. This is really exciting and juicy. (laughs) Isn't it juicy? It's so fun. Now, the other exercise, which is super simple, it is an embodiment exercise. And it really is just tuning you into the receiving vessel that you already are and the abundance that's available in the world. So this is what you do. I don't know if you wake up in the morning, if you get a glass of water, if you get a coffee or whatever, maybe put your alarm on a little earlier. This would only take five or five minutes, seven minutes at the most. And what I want you to do is pour your cup of coffee, your water, whatever you're going to do, go to a window or go sit on a balcony, wherever you can, even go walk outside your door. You don't have to walk far, but just sit and breathe and just really like hold on to your drink you know satiate and drink your beverage and just really just sit in every breath you're just like I receive because you're receiving in this breath in this air and guess what it never ends you are meant to be a receiving vessel. You receive an oxygen and you give H2O, like, I mean, uh, CO2. That's what you do. That's just what you're meant to do. And this just brings you back to one grounding, enjoying the presence, appreciating the oxygen that you're receiving and reminding yourself that you are a receiving vessel and you are surrounded by abundance. And just really just breathe in this and just do this for five minutes while drinking your coffee and luxuriating into your morning. And this will just really shift your mindset to, wow, it is abundant. I am a natural born receiver and I am surrounded by an abundance of oxygen, an abundance of CO2, (laughs) an abundance of, you know, sky, air, trees, land, and just really ground you back into scarcity is not real. I love this. This is one that I teach my clients. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so potent because yeah, you look at nature and nature's not like, oh, there's not enough blades of grass, not (laughs) enough leaves on that tree. No, fuck off. Abundance is actually truth. That's how everything is. And it's just limited conditioning and paradigms that have created this illusion of scarcity. Yeah. And I mean, as you're looking, like if you're, if you're in a city and you see cars passing by, if you just counted up all of how much each one of those cars costs, in addition to how much everything around you costs, and you'd be like, wow, I'm surrounded by billions of dollars right now. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. And then when you see like people, you know, experiencing luxury, like that's mm. because that, if that's available to them, it's, it's available. available to you as well. 
Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. I just, I'm so excited. Um, so Christine, this has been amazing. Where can everyone find you, you know, stalk you, say hello to you? Well, the easiest way is to come to my group. It's thealignedsoulcollective.com. And that'll take you to the Facebook group, which is if you're on Facebook already, just type in the aligned soul, one word collective. And um, that will take you to my free Facebook group where I'm in, where I do live streams and share and all of this juicy goodness that we've talked about. Um, That's where I am. And then of course, Instagram, the aligned soul amazing christine thank you so much for being a guest on the show i'm so excited for everyone to listen to this and speak to you soon Uh, thank you for having me bye thank you so much for tuning into the rise priestess podcast if this episode spoke to you you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your instagram stories make sure that you also tag me at dr sarah coxon so that i can personally reach out and thank you And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at drsarahcoxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website. The link is in the show notes to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.